Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Hey my friend, I'm so glad you're back. We've been discussing misconceptions that interfere with the believer's walk of faith. Previously, we discussed falsely believing that if we are a Christian, we shouldn't still be sinning or committing the same sin over and over. That same week, we discussed why bothering to try and not to sin if we were powerless to stop ourselves anyway. If you missed that one, back up to episode 23 and we'll cover the scriptures that prove those thoughts false. Last week, we discussed believing if we are a Christian, we will always feel close to God, as well as the idea of ministers or lifelong Christians being more spiritual than a new believer and less likely to stumble. I believe we also successfully pointed out why those thoughts proved false as well. This week, I'd like to deal with the misconceptions about the church. Now, as believers in Christ and followers of His way, we are all part of His church body the universal church, to coin a phrase. This is different than the church or churches you will be exploring in the search for your own church home. There are many denominations, and this all boils down to a man interpreting scripture differently than another man and drawing a dividing line at that point. There are differences regarding the beliefs and practices of baptism, communion, service with or without music. You get the picture. All Christian denominations believe in Jesus Christ. They can agree on many points. Unfortunately, they can also disagree on certain traditions and practices. We aren't going to get bogged down in a discussion on denominations or who's right or who's wrong. What we are going to discuss is the need for a church home, a body of believers that can support you in your walk of faith. Many people have the misconception that they can do it alone. They don't need a church body to worship God. And that's partially true. You can worship God in your heart, in your home, in your car, anywhere you are. You have an open line of communication between you and God, thanks to the sacrifice of Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. As we have discussed in the past, though, we are relational beings. We do our best inside the guide rails of relationship, either with God or with others. The church and the relationships we develop within the church help us to spread God's love and the gospel as well as bring light to a dark and broken world. As for scriptural support for belonging to a church body, we know the Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts according to Romans 12, 3 through 8. Those verses are actually titled Humble Service in the Body of Christ. 
For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts, according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. These same spiritual gifts are also discussed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 11. <clears throat> there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All of these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. In both those scriptures, we're discussing gifts given by the Spirit, but it's gifts given by the Spirit to members within the church and how those members should function or work within the church. Uh, God has designed the church to be the place where these gifts are discovered, nurtured, and used to build up the body of Christ. Paul further explores the different body parts and in, within the body of Christ throughout that chapter. It's called unity and diversity in the body. But bottom line, he brings up the summary at the end in verse 27 saying, Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. Paul was letting us know that we were all going to have gifts but we would all need to work together to further God's message in the kingdom, to further our purpose in the kingdom, and to love and support one another in that process. Even Jesus sent out his disciples in pairs when they were originally sent out to deliver God's message and to complete the mission with which they had been tasked. Jesus knew even they would need the love and support of one another on this mission. I know you've heard me mention that I have found my church home and that I feel extremely blessed to have done so. And not too long ago, I was asked to share a communion thought uh, with my church family. 
and I thought I would share the words with you because it just highlights my feelings towards finding a church family and what it can do for a new believer or one returning from a long time away. Now again, I don't want to get bogged down in difference, uh, differences or different practices. Our church does uh, celebrate communion on a weekly basis. I am not telling you this is the right or the wrong way. It's just the way that we celebrate it and therefore my remarks are going to be focused around a weekly observance of communion. So these were the thoughts I shared. These past few weeks, we've been hearing our pastor preach on five mantras. The Holy Spirit has been on both sides of those messages, inspiring him to bring the right words and opening our ears and hearts to receive this message. I'd like to tell you this weekly message and our sharing the gift of communion are necessary components of our spiritual growth. Most of you know that I was away from the church for a long time. Didn't think I needed church. I knew God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I had the attitude, I got this. Well, when I came back, I was willing to admit, I don't got this. I came back a broken vessel shattered in pieces. I started coming here and I started to believe again. Things like I was a new creation. I wanted God to take my broken pieces and make something new. A mosaic picture frame or a garden stepping stone. You've seen them. They're beautiful and they serve a purpose. But he let me know I was still trying to be in control and have a hand in the outcome. First, he reminded me that I had issues with forgiveness and concerns about being a floor mat. Stepping stone, floor mat, think about it. He let me know that I was his daughter and that I needed to sit, listen, and learn. I created you to be a vessel I will pour into and you will once again hold water. Just sit and listen. Each week as I sat here and listened and took part in communion, another piece would be puttied back into place. Each week I am reminded how much I am loved because of God's plan for my redemption by the sacrifice of his son. Jesus' love for me as he was the willing sacrifice for my redemption and the sending of the Holy Spirit so that I could begin to even fathom the depths of that love. This weekly lesson and reminder are necessary for spiritual growth and development, for the reconstruction of my broken vessel. While I am nowhere near complete, I have begun taking the original shape God had planned for me, and for that I am truly grateful. I hope that just gives you a glimpse of what having a church home and a church family could do for you on your journey and your walk. I truly hope you found value in this and that you're continuing to look for a church home if you haven't found one. Until next time, may your study be fruitful and always bring you ever closer to God. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.